0: Hey, hey, come catch this wave with The Fix Squad. The Fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing?
1: Got him. No, real hip hop revealed that The Fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. beach balls and life, giving them truth in it of revolution when only a few minutes My sentiments is acting exactly everything that we do punch Another reason to turn the value up. Shit, no, know what we said doing ground when we're there. Say it's no use, the culture is out of hand. But now, now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days for the sunshine, and the good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art the Chaco, where they keep it a beers so on the block don't miss it. Welcome. to so the city stand up. J- James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love, lost, no rain here. Delivers I promise, Santa Here Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines, detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live Take offense, take a offense, judge by the fruit from the tree, but if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat, take offense, take a offense, judge by the fruit from the tree, but if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek?
2: Yes, uh, sir. You two back into the fix. Your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. It's your boy DJ Focus checking in. Wake up, wake up. What's going on, good people, kings and queens? Thank y'all for waking up another day with us. Dice Gamble will be joining us shortly. Listen, y'all know how we do it. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And we are so grateful to be able to uh, come on these airwaves. Uh, thank y'all for waking up with us again uh, of course, I know our mission to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And y'all know we have another fun pack show for y'all again today. Uh, you know, our real talk conversation going to be uh, different today. Dice got one for y'all today. She always come up with some of these, uh, you know, some of these uh, real talk conversations that we don't have amongst uh, black culture specifically. So today, yeah, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about code switching. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, the art of code switching, especially within Black culture, is not talked about enough. And You know, it, it indicates uh, what not to do specifically in situations and how to address people specifically with a different tone of voice. So, you know, depending on who you uh, have this conversation with, You know, code switching can get a little aggressive or it it can be downplayed a little bit uh, to not understand that you need to know what room you're in and how to speak to the the audience that you're speaking to or how to network correctly. So, yeah, we're going to talk about it. everything that goes into the behavior of code switching, the art of code switching. We're going to give some examples of it. And definitely, you know, we know that uh, cold switching is, uh, you know, when you talk about uh, everything that's going on in society, uh, corporate, uh, everything, you know, you can think about, you know, even in music, working with different artists, producers, it might be some cold switching you might have to do and you need to be prepared for it. And it's okay Cold switching is not a bad thing. So, yes, keep it locked for that real talk conversation on cold switching. And uh, yeah, come on. Our uh, spiritual detox today features a super talented artist, minister. Yeah, he a minister at heart. I'm going to give him that. We're going to get about the last, see what he got to say about that. But uh, he's a super talented artist, uh, minister, communicator, and connector. Uh, our brother, Corey Ard. Uh, he's been on a little hiatus. Um, y'all might remember his uh, blackout project. Everybody in CHS was like, "Oh my goodness! Who you know? Who is this young man? Where did he come from?" And wow, this project is straight fire! It, it was definitely testimonial driven. It definitely was for the streets. When you talk about streets ministry, he has a powerful testimony that um, I'm looking for him to share a little bit more of it and catch people up on it for the ones who may not know uh, how he grew up and everything he you know he he accomplished and had to overcome. Uh, so he'd been married for a while now. So. Yeah, I know we'll talk about marriage life and uh, new music he is working on. He got a new banger about to drop. So yeah, keep it locked for that exclusive spiritual detox. And y'all know we got our streets report too as well, as well as our faith and sports report today too as well. So listen, come on, let's get on up. Um, I want y'all to uh, really continue to show the love of Christ each and every day. That should be your goal. That should be your aim. We are ambassadors for Christ. So let's get up. And let's uh get ready to uh go uh conquer the world and be the light in the dark. Keep it locked. You tuned to the fix, you know the fix is in. Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, you tap back into the fix, your source of Faith Infused Hip Hop RB and Poetry. It's time for our spiritual detox. And listen, we got a we got a uh talented rhyme spinner on with us today, man. I was just telling them off air. I was like where you been at man i feel like you ain't uh made enough music in a while uh i know he came out man and uh he had a lot of us djs like who is this guy and uh you know he made a, a project it was amazing man it was you know testimonial and listen street ministry and everything in it and then he kind of you know i don't know he, i guess he gonna tell us today where, where he been at but listen <laughs> without further ado the super talented cory Art. what's going on bro
1: What's happening, man? It's a pleasure. Pleasure. It's an honor to be here with y'all. Thanks for having me.
2: For sure, man. For sure, man. How you been, man? What's going on, man? I, I, like I say, I, I feel like you've been,
1: uh, what you do? You went, you went off and got married or something on us and you ain't telling us? <laughs> nah, I got married in 2015, so I've been, I was married before I dropped the project, man. Okay. But yeah, when I, dropped, when I dropped Blackout, like you said, a lot of momentum and then uh, life just came and hit me super hard, man. Um, entered depression for the first time in my life, and I've always been a dude that's always high, and so uh, depression came, smacked me in my face, man. It it it, it really took me out. I, I didn't even realize how long it was that I was in it um, until my wife and my pastor caught me out of it. But that was like it was like a year and a half. I didn't know what it was, so I couldn't call myself out of it I just felt my life just on the decline and then on top of issues with producers and there was just a lot of stuff that just uh it just kind of took me out for a while I had to refocus uh build my faith back up um go deeper in my relationship with God uh built in my marriage a little bit more and stuff in community and go back in so that's 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 why so much of a hiatus from your boy but glad to be back in it and dropping some new music
2: what, when you when you were in that you know that 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 place for a minute, did did you feel like you know what I mean? What what really kind of got you there? Because because on the outside looking in, it seemed like you up. You know what I'm saying? You know you yeah. make a hot project, you up. Like what, what do you think really caused you to kind of go into like that sunken place for a little
1: bit? Man, it was work was a huge part of that. Um, I think real community um, at the time because I just recently helped plant a church in 2020. I mean, that started in 2019 when we started gathering and getting people around. But it's about the end of 2018 up until like the beginning, middle of 2019 is when this depression and stuff started. And so um, I would just say a bunch of different factors around me. But a lot of it was work, man. I just had a a boss. Didn't feel like the Lord was calling me to leave my job. I was working for a Christian nonprofit. Didn't feel like the Lord was calling me to leave my job. Um, But... The boss that I had, he was just super. I mean, he was pushing me down, weighing me down. He had a had a thumb on me. Uh, I was blocking promotions and lying on me, and just a, it was a bunch of stuff. And uh, it, I, I let it get to me. That's what ended up happening. I really let it get to me. I didn't trust in the Lord like I should have, and really just let that on top of everything else, because you know it's it's not just one thing. Everything mm-hmm. else starts happening around you, and I just let it all cave in on me.
2: Did you did you seek some, some counseling or some therapy uh, in, in that process?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went. One, my wife just came in and she was like, babe, this is depression. Like, you were depressed. And I'm
3: like, really? Like,
1: this is this depression? She like, absolutely. So I went and I met with my pastor. I asked for an emergency meeting and sat down with him and just kind of spilled everything. It was like, this is what's going on. This is how I've been feeling. This is what I've been hiding. Like, I've been trying to remain this solid dude and this strong dude who's discipling folks and leading folks and i was just like i i really don't have it in me like i need to be ministered to And he just so gracefully was just like thank you for saying all of this and telling me where you at And it's like now it's 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 time to get up and it's, it's time to rebuild so he was like take a season just rest a little bit and Just ministered to me. I told all my guys who I was either discipling or had discipled. And they looked up to me like a mentor. I just, I humbled myself. And I was like, there's not a single area in my life right now that's going well. I don't have nothing else for for y'all. Now I need from y'all. And I allowed the dudes that I've been pouring into for years to actually pour into me. It It was tough to have that image, I guess, in my mind, switch from people who are looking up to me. Now they're like, okay, what you need? I'm praying for you and your scripture today. And um, it was super humbling, but it ended up making all my guys kind of respect me more and look at me more as a, a mentor and as a leader. Because I wasn't hiding where I was at and I was leading in such a low way.
2: Why do you think our culture is so, uh, you know, like gun on image? Because I, I love that you you said that, like, you know, you you felt like you know you had to be the one to be poured into, and like that's yeah. you said it almost like it. Our culture says it like it's a bad thing when it's not. It's like that's what the community was built for. Like I I, I think Facts. people don't understand what the church is. Like the church is the community. We build yep. each other up. Together, so why did you feel like you know, you know that that was you know a place where you, you was kind of hesitant to even go to the people you and your brothers you've been pouring into and say, listen, I need y'all help for now.
1: Absolutely. Well, I haven't seen grace modeled well in church. Oh yeah. You know, I feel That's like it's when leaders fall, then there's there's no grace for the leader. You know, what I mean, I feel like we see it time and time again. Somebody do. do something, and uh, which kind of perpetuates that cycle. You can't go and tell people where you're honestly at, where you're really at. But because of that, you get deeper and deeper into your hole until you end up getting exposed. And luckily for me, I exposed myself before I got to a really bad place where my sin would have eventually found me out. And I wasn't doing nothing crazy and wild and sleeping around on my wife and all of this stuff. But at that time, I had... Dove into pornography, like that started to be a major struggle. And that being one of, I mean, sexual sin, like to tell your pastors, to tell your guys that you've been discipling, like, yo, this is what I've been struggling with. It's mm-hmm. that that took a lot of humility for me to do because immediately I'm thinking this is how they're going to respond to me. And so I think, uh, the body and as a church, we got to do better to not eat our own. Like, we we have to do better in raising up our leaders back into a place where they can either lead again or they can at least be restored. And so um, I think for myself, it that was why it was so hard was because I haven't seen it modeled well. When a leader falls, I've seen him just get completely eaten up, no grace. And I was shown so much grace and love. I'm like, this is really what brotherhood is this is really what discipleship is the way my pastor discipled me through that
2: well not even you just uh, listen let's start off with your queen your wife too as well for acknowledging because that's nice. been something too as well. You know, some of the, the kingdom wives have not been holding up their husbands like they should. Some 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 would argue yeah. they would have called, you know, wives would have called you a punk and get up and what what you doing? With, why are you woping around and whatever? You know what I'm saying? So for yeah. her to acknowledge that, that's big. And I love the fact, so you're talking to somebody who, uh, I had a season in my life. Well, I struggle with pornography. Uh, it stemmed from the strip club. So it was strip club era. Go to strip clubs, finally stopped doing that, went to porn. Yeah. And you you're absolutely right. If you don't get a grip on it, it, it can fuel like a fire. And grateful, like you said, you didn't you didn't go out and cheat on your wife. But eventually, that that, that you know, those that stuff yeah. went through your mind because you're seeing all these images every single day of all these women. Yeah. And it's not fair to your wife because now even in the bedroom you might try to have her do something that you didn't seen nasty on some video that totally you know ain't got nothing to do with nothing now you still living that fantasy of sleeping with that woman even though it's your wife (laughs) Yep. so so that's real man listen y'all see what this combo doing like man we we have a great (laughs) combo with my brother Corey r we got to go to a quick break we coming back with more keep it locked you're tuning to the fix you know the fix is in Devos, and more.
1: Stay connected. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net.
2: Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus. You tap back into the fix. Your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Still got our brother on kicking it with us, Corey R. So come on, talk yes, about too. it, Corey, man. We celebrating uh, 50 years of hip-hop this year, man. This is a come genre on. that we love so much, man. So I got to ask, I always ask, when was that hip-hop moment for you, man? When did you fall in love with hip-hop? Like, what was that track that you Ooh. heard for the first time? And you like, nah, this is, yeah, this is this is it.
1: <laughs> okay, so what's crazy is <laughs> I ain't never want to rap. Like, I wanted to be an R&B singer. <laughs> no, you didn't. You, no, you Big didn't. You wanted to be a, really? Big, I really wanted to be an R&B singer. Like, the so the track... I mean, it's R and B, so it's that's 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 hip hop's little sister cousin. I mean, whatever you want to get, that's right. That's hand in hand. That's right there. And so the track for me was Candy Rain by Soul for Real. Wow, that's that's what did it. My grandma used to pay my brother and I to sing that song for her friends. So wow. her friends would come over. And she'd be like, Corey and Michael, come here. You know, uh, sing, sing, and we'll give you a dollar, and we'd be in there like, my love, do you? Like we'd be rocking, and we get money, and so that's what it was. Was was that? And then growing up, um, jagged edge and one twelve, and I mean, all of that okay. stuff, but hip hop specifically, man, um, it's funny. <laughs> because uh like the first cd that i actually own was a, the missy elliot cd i can't forget i can, I forget the name of the album but it was the one um uh, yeah miss uh i don't know i don't know if it was mis- it probably was but it was the one with the uh uh is it worth it let me let me work it that joint
2: oh, okay okay it. okay yeah.
1: Um, it was the first like hip hop CD. I got. I don't even remember who gave it to me, but it was music and I love music. So I put it on. And then I remember having uh, a Lox cassette tape. And so oh, listening yeah. to Jada Styles P Chic Loosh, you know, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, the LOX is back now. Show a little love now. Bump it in the club now. No, we ain't. I remember having <laughs> a cassette player and just bumping that joint nonstop. So I feel like there was a few moments, um, in life from the R&B to having CDs and being given CDs and cassette tapes to be able to listen to, um, growing up that kind of encouraged the hip hop in me a little bit.
2: No, that's good. And shouts out to, uh, you said Missy. <laughs> Missy uh, right? was just inducted into the Rocket Hall of Fame this year. So, shouts out wow. to Missy Elliott. Didn't yeah, that's that. history. That's super dope. Yeah, yeah. Just, just happened about, a, I think, a couple weeks ago. Two, three weeks ago. Yeah. So, it's still fresh.
1: See, her creativity, man, is just is different. <laughs> like, Missy's big different. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah, big different. Man. Big different. Big different. And, and it's funny because she come out of... A R&B camp, you know, uh, Devontae Swing uh, from Jodeci yeah. pretty much kind of mentored and helped her and Timberland and all them and Magoo yep. came all out of that camp. So, yeah, that's real. Where, where do you think we are? So, you know, you sat with enough hip hop, you know, in, in, your, in your life now. Where do you think the state of hip hop is now 50 years in the making?
1: Man, that's a good question. From what I'm hearing, it don't sound like it's too good. Uh, and I know music just like everything else evolves and it grows but from what I'm hearing it doesn't sound like it's too good when I say hearing I mean hearing from other folks Uh, I was uh, growing up single parent household um, with my mom's uh, boyfriends that she would have hit on my siblings and I just grew up an angry kid ended up getting involved with gangs stuff like that Um, and so when I got saved I was I went to a, a small Kojic, Church of God in Christ Church, where everything was a sin. So there was like a season of three years I didn't watch movies. I didn't listen to any secular music. I didn't... uh, I mean, it could be I got sunshine on a cloudy day, but it wasn't I got the sun who shines on me on a cloudy day. So, you know, like... Right. We we ain't doing that
2: in this house, not this house.
1: (laughs) Man, it's it's a sin. Everything was a sin. And um, after coming more into grace... And understanding, like, okay, if we live like that, there'd be nothing that we can, we wouldn't be driving cars because they ain't made by Christians. It's like who made your bed? Probably wasn't a Christian. Can't sleep on it. You know what I'm saying? And so with that mindset, I just, uh, in entering grace, um, I understood that I could listen to music, watch movies, TV stuff like that. But I never secular music, as you would say, secular music. Um, and more mainstream type stuff. I haven't really picked back up. I'll listen to mm. some older stuff to reminisce. It's like this is what I listened to in high school and R and B older stuff. But some of this new stuff, I'm like, I'm probably the wrong person to ask this question to. Is it? It don't relate to me. Like with mm. Lil Baby and Drake, all them like people love that stuff because of the style, and I don't, I don't know why it just don't relate to me. And I don't want to listen to nothing that doesn't relate to my lifestyle. Nothing that they talk about or live or do relates to me. So I don't listen to it. It ain't even about the sinful stuff they talking about. We could, That's a whole different conversation. For me, it's a simple fact. it don't relate. So my post on what actual hip hop is, <laughs> I'm probably the wrong person to ask. <laughs> I'm no, no, no.
2: No, that's good. I appreciate you being uh 100 with that because I think the listeners will want to know then where does that discipline come from? Because it takes a certain type of discipline to yeah. not listen to the music that is playing constantly on all the radios. It, you can't go nowhere. You can't even go to a sports event without that's... hearing, you know what I'm saying, hip hop. So, like, how do yeah. you have that discipline not to, you know, listen to that and just stay focused on what you want to, you know, consume and put in your spirit? Because I think it's a spiritual component to
1: that. It has to be. Absolutely. Yeah, I think for me, um, it's not that I don't listen to anything that's not Christian. Um, it's the the majority of what I listen to is probably Christian. And so if I do cut on something that's old, like the other day, I was um, a T.I. Uh, line hopped in my head and I turned Bring Them Out on because I'm like, oh, yeah, I, you know, bring Let me I want to listen to that. I want to listen to the to the line I listen to it and I'm jamming out. I remember the lyrics, so I'm rapping the lyrics and stuff, and so um, I I'll still I I'll still turn some stuff on, like Drake a project. I may listen to it one time through just to see, like, okay, everybody's saying it's dope. Let me let me listen to it. Um, and but
2: you you to um, be depressed. That's funny. He said. Like, I listen to it once after I depressed.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I listen I listen I listen to it one time through, and it's like, okay, cool. If it was good, it was good. If not, then it wasn't. Right. Um, or I just I just move on because what I want to consume like I didn't consume that I listened to it you know mm-hmm. and I'm sure some people will be like well it went in your ear gates and your eye gates and like, come on bro chill out with all of that like I right. I wasn't feasting on that Drake but if when the the, the new Trip Lee I'm I'm eating that up I'm listening to that stuff I'm listening to it night and day you know what that I'm ain't
2: saying even fair that project ain't even fair <laughs> man shouts <laughs> out to you Trip I know you listening to that ain't no that's a cheat code that's a whole nother thing
1: boy. <laughs> Boy, and I, man, Trip, that's, that's, he, he, one of the goats right there, one of the first Christian rappers. Cash, Cash of Christ, that was one of the joints. Like when I first got saved, I listened to that, that same song probably a thousand times. I'm not lying. But okay. yeah, I think discipline wise, it's just, I'm, I'm choosing to feed and to really feast. If, if I'm consuming it and it's going into my heart and going into my, and I'm memorizing this stuff, it's like, I, that's, that's what I want. That's what I want coming coming out of me. That's what I want to be thinking on and dwelling on. And so it's it's just a choice. Like, we don't choose to wake up and put clothes on. We don't choose to eat. We just do it. But with Christ, Christ. it's like we struggle with everything. Oh, I, I, I'm trying to do that. It's just like, just do it. Make up your mind and do it. So that's, that's what it is for me.
2: That's solid. Listen, what you working on, man? Come on. I know you got something to talk about. <laughs> what, what we working on? We got new music <laughs> on the way?
1: Man, I got so much music. It's insane. I'm working right now with Evan Ford. Um, I don't know if you know that name. Um, man, stop it.
2: Everybody know Evan Harris, man. The, the, man. the brother and sister duo have been doing it for a long, long time. Come on, man. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Man, so Evan produced the majority of the Blackout as long, uh, along with Impacts and Evan's brother-in-law, uh, Javi. Um, but from there, Evan has worked on everything that me and my wife have been working on. My wife makes music, too. She's an incredible, okay. incredible singer. But um so yeah I got a track that I'm getting ready to drop this Friday called Loud featuring not featuring it's a my my other mains on that is Shepherd and Cannon and uh both of them snapped I can't wait for that to drop but then starting next year towards the middle end of January uh the plan is to drop probably uh like a two or three song EP just like a little quick project to start the year out and that project will have some of the songs um that I'm that I was talking about with depression and some of the, the seasons that I've been walking through getting back to releasing more music. So that album is going to have more of a lowly, uh, uh, intimate, you getting into the heart of what's been in my life the last couple of years kind of vibe to it. And then from there, I got some bangers. I got a joint with Kanata. I got a joint with Paris and Mike Teezy. Um, Mm. I got a joint, got a joint with the home girl, uh, Kirsten Carter. Uh, Cole Pierce, I got, I got some joints. I got some joints. It's uh, uh, Evan away, and dog. I got it, man. Right, <laughs> Evan and I got a joint with Pastor Mike Jr. That's going to be dropping next year. That's insane, and Evans produced it all. He's probably going to be mixing and mastering it all too. Evan is that. There's something wrong with him. <laughs> Evans yeah. different. He is he different. Is. He can he can do everything, man. No, no, so he's yeah, he been doing
2: it at a high level. He's been doing it at a high level for a long time. We, really? we always argued that him and his sister are slept on. The the, the the body of work that they put out over the last man. six, seven years, like nobody's talking about it, but I'm like, man, they got name me one song you play of theirs that, that's weak, whether they do their solo thing or whether they do it together. <laughs> no, I, 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 I can't Facts. play one. I'm, yeah, yeah, they make good vibe, feel good music, and it's still always faith-centered. You can't beat it, man. Listen, I, I got to get you out of here, man. I got to get you back on, man. But first, uh, I, I do want to ask you, man, um, if you could take uh, two artists, dead or alive, from any genre of music to form a super group, what two artists would you pick?
1: Oh, my goodness. To form a super group. Two artists.
2: Yeah. 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 Who you got goodness. on your right? Who you got on your left? You still the head <laughs> MC, so it's still your group. Yeah, You, 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 you Bobby Brown.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Two artists, dead or alive, Anytime I'm gonna just go. I'm, I'm gonna just go with what I'm gonna just go with me. Not on like who can do the most because Mike, you can mind with Mike and Kanye and whatever. But honestly, like I put, I'd probably pick Fifty. Fifty just had an untouchable run. I'm, he did. There was nobody touching Fifty. No, <laughs> there was nobody. He still touching still has one 50.
2: of the, He still has one of the best <laughs> projects. In rap hip hop history. Let's be very clear. Bro. Get rich or die trying is is up there. Like
1: you can't. Classic. <laughs>
2: Stop it. Nobody's going to argue nobody with that. You don't know hip hop if you argue on that one.
1: <laughs> That's a big facts. Uh So I'll probably go 50. Oh, and one more. Um, put me on the spot. My brain is spinning right now. It's just me and 50 right now. <laughs> Yeah, that's the yeah, super yeah. group. It's just us two. I can't I can't give you one more right now. <laughs>
2: no, that's good. Hey, hey, take one of your tracks real quick, man. Give me eight bars from it. Break down the message to it.
1: Uh, one of the tracks. Um, I'll just go with loud. The joint just getting ready to release right now. Um, you said eight bars. Um I said, shh, they keep sleeping on me. They weak. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's every day, so I let him sleep. I ain't tripping, bro, because in a little bit. I'm about to wake him up. When you hear it, then you know it's us? It's all bad. We about to run up. Somebody turn me up. We going, wow. And so I think that was eight. Um, so basically, what I'm talking about in this joint loud is um, how oftentimes we feel slept on. Like nobody's listening. Um, you got, you're putting out body of work and it's, you just feel like you can't get nobody's attention with the stuff you're doing. And I just came to this realization that it's maybe that I'm not loud enough. Maybe I'm not as active as I need to be. Maybe I'm not in the places that I need to be. Maybe I'm not. Maybe it's on me. So I need to turn up and I need to get louder. And so everything in this, there's not really a big spiritual message with this song. It's just we, we need to get louder. You can apply it. Spiritually. I mean, my life is that's what I do. I'm an urban missionary. I I raise money and support to do what I do in the hoods and the juvenile detention centers. So my life is that. And so my life will be loud for the gospel. Um, regardless. But that's that's the message with this song is like, let's be loud, let's be bold, let's get out and do what we need to do.
2: Appreciate you coming through and rocking with us, man. Tell the people how they connect with you, Corey, and how they follow you on all your social media platforms.
1: Yes, sir. So y'all can look me up at Corey Ard, C O R Y, A R D. Anywhere on social media, also Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you can buy a stream. My new song "Loud" with Cannon and Shepherd will be out this Friday. Check me out, y'all don't want to miss it. Let's get it.
2: Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. You know the fix is in. Holy culture, Holy culture Radio, healing, hope, and
1: how to lose.
2: Welcome back, DJ Focus Dice Gamble and we uh we ready to get real in these streets today dice time for our real talk conversation and uh you brought up a good one today i don't
3: know this one gonna hit a little different huh hit 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 hit, hit different then uh yeah i mean this is uh helpful for those of you trying to go somewhere in life that you haven't been able to go i think this is a conversation we need to have and uh by definition some people call it code switching but i i just think it we today we agreed to call it what matching matching someone's energy matching the energy you know so um when you're trying to partner with somebody on a new project or you're trying to present a new business idea there needs to be a commonality that the other person you're trying to convince to partner with you uh is you know I'm saying that you can get across to them you know like I understand you like we are alike we have the same type of vision like you need to be able to convince people um, or what's going on? And, and it may not be in your normal daily talk tone or your normal daily vocabulary. Like you might have to step outside of your, your your comfortable vocabulary to connect with another individual who you're trying to partner with. Like, you already know, we, you know all the business deals we do. Like, you can't just roll up, hey, shout out, hey, shout out the table and learn, uh, you know, I'm trying to go to the street and I'm trying to do, you know what I'm saying, I want to start to grow strawberries and stuff like that. You can't talk like that to everybody. You have to say, you know, hey, uh, I did apply. You know, I would like to have an agricultural farm with, that has an actual community picnic or a picnic area. You know, like, you got to learn to say what you're saying, you know, but you have to be able to to connect with the person you're trying to reach. And that's, that's pretty much what we're talking about today. It's like knowing how to connect. It's not about, you know, what you look like. I'll be real with you. And it ain't even about the money you have. Like people need to understand your vision. You know, I think that's why the Bible's very clear about write the vision and make it plain so that others can run with it. Because here's the deal. You might not even be able to convey your vision correctly. You might need uh like a manager you know that's why a lot of artists have a manager they have a promoter they have a you know people who speak for them because you and I both know as a creative especially you and I both creative people we might not be able to convince somebody of what we're trying to do (laughs) over here but we might run across somebody else who has that intellect or the ability to convince somebody no, the fix is worth investing in. Please go ahead and give us that half a million dollars today. This is why you should give us. This is how it will help your business. This is, you know what I'm saying? They might be able to to talk that talk. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think people miss this one and then a lot of people try to blame the man Oh, uh, or, or say people are racist or say people are sex. Oh, they just don't want to work with women. Oh, they just don't want to work with black people. Oh, they just don't want to work with, you know, because I ain't just uh, up there. I ain't Tyler Perry or that. You don't know sense it's like people are making up excuses and it's like quit making excuses. Maybe you just need to learn the language, you know, learn the language. If you're a doctor, you got to talk like a doctor. Even if you're in a room and you are you want to be a doctor, you have to be able to relay that want to a to an actual doctor's office you know hey i want to do an mm-hmm. internship here well what kind of jargon do you know do you even know anything about what we do here you can't just come up in here talking about i used to work at taco bell and now i want to you know <laughs> be a physician's assistant like you have to be able to explain and make it make sense sound like you want to be a doctor you know what i'm saying you, it, bible is very specific about uh the be-nots as though they were like you you might not be <laughs> what you want to be yet but you need to sound like you're already there you know that's that's a part of our faith is speaking that thing into existence calling it down from heaven Yeah, I know. God, I believe I'm going to be a billionaire, but I need to have that mindset of a billionaire right now. I need to have that conversation of a billionaire. I need to know how billionaires sound. You know what I'm saying? I need to make it make sense. You know, when I'm in a room full of billionaires, they need to feel comfortable enough to say, wow, Dice, she sounds, thinks, talks like a billionaire. I trust her with that next business idea she has because she understands what billionaires already understand. She reads 50 books a year. She is on top of her billionaire Journey, so it's like, yeah, I got to switch it up. When I'm talking to my my little sister, whoever, I can talk to her any kind of hey girl. What's going on? You know, I can be very relaxed, but when I hit the boardroom, that thing changes real fast. (laughs) It changes real quick.
2: I think I think it needs to change real quick, and 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 I appreciate you because to your point. You're expecting a different result when you go in that boardroom. Mm. You're expecting something, Mm. you know, something that we've been talking about in the barbershop. I always go back to the barbershop because I I like for uh, just to paint a picture of, uh, you know, how men talk. Something that's been happening, I would say probably the last, you know, you would say what, five? Mm. uh, Well, not even five, maybe three, two to three years. When you talk about everything that's been going on with social injustice and everything, uh, black men have been talking with their kids on mm-hmm. how they interact when a police officer pulls them over.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think that's very important when you mm-hmm. talk about this conversation we're having. When yes, there needs to be. Even my daughter, I don't have a, I don't have a son, but I have a daughter, and I even tell her, mm-hmm. listen, uh, when a, a police officer pulls you over. Mm-hmm answer all the questions you need to answer to him. Mm -hmm. Don't fight him. Don't argue with him. Mm -hmm. Do what he asks you to do. Mm -hmm. I say, even if he asks you to go with him in the police car, I say, go with him Mm -hmm. in the police car. Mm -hmm. You get a phone call. Call me. Mm -hmm. We have a lawyer. We coming to get you. Mm -hmm. Don't argue with him. Mm -hmm. Don't fight with him. Mm -hmm. Don't cuss him out. Don't get into anything. Mm -hmm. I'm big on two as well. Absolutely. Keep your hands Mm -hmm. where they can see you. Mm -hmm. So that way they don't think you have any type of weapon in the car or don't give any Negative or argumentative energy to him mm-hmm. to give him a reason to do something he shouldn't be doing because I, I tell people all the time police officers have one of the hardest jobs mm-hmm. I, I could just only imagine if I was a police officer like the nerves the adrenaline that just goes through you do not know what's going to happen when you approach a vehicle that's just being real mm-hmm. now, so yes I, I have a, a definitely a respect for them but also once again. Talking to our kids because of everything that happened over the last two and three years with uh, all the everything that went into you know, all the the lives that were lost, yeah. uh, Definitely, um, that's something that I know when you talk about when we talk about cold switching, that's something that, yeah, we had to catch up on that real quick because I'll be honest with you before that, Mm. I don't think I really had a conversation with my daughter about um, how to interact with with police police officers. Mm. Yeah, I'm just being honest because it didn't really go through my because she's not a uh, a kid that gets in trouble so like to me that like you know you, you talk mm-hmm. to kids that are kind of like you know all right, I, got, I gotta I got start talking to them ASAP because yeah you know they might be out here in these streets doing something they ain't got no business doing so mm-hmm. I never really had to have those conversations mm-hmm. with, with my daughter with that because she's always been in the mindset of she knew what she wanted to do at her early age she always wanted to be in the healthcare she always wanted to be a nurse Nurse practitioner, so like she's always been in that role Well, and yeah, never really gotten too many trouble. She's not perfect, hmm. but yeah, she wasn't out here wilding like that. But yeah, that that taught me something, and, and I think it's very important that yes, we need to have these conversations, and yes, you should have a switch mm-hmm. when you walk in these different rooms. Oh, yeah, and yes, people what? should receive you a different way. Well,
3: you you honestly, if you have it in your mind, you know, and trust me, we have so many examples of this when in Rome. You do as the Romans do, like, like it's 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 just a rule. It's just a cultural rule. Like I never forget, we went to Haiti to do a mission trip. I remember uh, our leader. He was like, "You're gonna have to wear a skirt." I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, no, no, no. Missionaries when they go over there, the ladies are wearing dresses or skirts. dice. like this is not. Trust me, there's an expectation for you to be like a, a woman. Like you're not gonna come over here and all your thugged outness. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not it. You know? And I was like, "What?" But it. They needed to be able, they only go to church in skirts. So over here, we're very free. We can wear jeans, slacks, shorts, you know, he was like, they're not where we are. So when we're going to, when we're on mission and on task for Christ, we have to get rid of all the barriers. And it's the same thing with this code switching or changing, you know, the energy. You have to get rid of all the barriers. Like, yeah, they may accept you for who you are, but when you're trying to connect with people, let's be honest, I connect more with people who understand me or I perceive understand me, you know, or I can understand them and perception is reality. That's it in life and business and relationships, period. However a person feels you are and perceives you to be, that's how you are. So it's, it's, it's just a key. It ain't about like being fake or anything, but you need to learn to connect with people like I have a whole group of friends who are Korean. So when I meet them, focus you, you know, I both know it's like, I don't say, Hey, how are you? I speak their language. Same thing with my Spanish friends. Hola, ¿cómo está, amiga? ¿Qué pasó? You know what I'm saying? Like, I get into it. And, and the reason, let me be honest with you, the reason why I have different audiences is because I'm not afraid to get into what they're into and to speak their language. And Nelson Mandela said it great. He's like, you know, you can speak to people however you want to speak to anybody, but it's very different when you speak to somebody in their language. That's when you, Mm. that's when you break through. That's when there's a connection. You know what I'm saying? Like golf. I had a guy the other day. He asked me what what was my favorite sport. I said golf. And the reason why I say that, because my husband's into golf now, Um, you know, he out here buying big Bertha's. And for those of you know what a big Bertha is, that's a $300 club. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know it's different now for me like and i understand why business deals are made on the golf course now cuz you out there for 8 hours on the links so and and with all this it takes skill it ain't baseball or basketball where you might you know it's like you focus with this little bitty ball and that hole is far away so it takes a different skill set and when you're out there it's a different language that you that you have to speak you know what i'm saying when you need help when you need what you need right. and so we have gained another audience by learning how to play golf. But we ain't out here playing golf, talking basketball. We're out here playing golf, speaking the language. And so I'm just saying like, when you're ready to grow and when you're ready to take your business to the next level or you when you're ready to get into a different room, same thing with Christianese. Listen, when you're in a faith, you better know these scriptures. Don't play with me. Like I need to know that you actually study your word. When you say you want to come to my church and speak, I need to see that you're actually in your word. I need to hear that you're actually in your word. I need to know that you know what God was talking about in this Bible. You know what I'm saying? Like, in people's lives, like, you have to be able to connect. So it's not just, like, code switching in a negative way. It's like knowing what room you're in and learning how to speak that language. That's what's going to open the door to your next blessing uh, in your next journey. You know, even for us as journalists, like, we have to know how to interview people. Rich people. Famous people. People who the world loves. It's like, we can't just interview them like they are little brother and little sister. It's like, oh, you better... Have your questions ready, Dice. You know what I'm saying? Like, like have your, please do some please, research. Do, please, please do some research. So, yeah, speak that language. So they're so they feel relaxed when they're on the show, and they are like, "Oh wow, I really had a good time on that show. I connected. They knew about my project, my music, my next show. They knew about my concert. They knew about who I was working with. They knew about you know my old name before I changed my name. Like people, they connect with that. They're like, wow, I appreciate that because you honor me when you know about me. So anyway.
2: That's good. We're talking about magic energy. We got to go to a break. We're coming back with more. Keep it locked. You're into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. And we're back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix, your source of faith infused. Hip-Hop, R&B, and Poetry, and uh, we having a great conversation today. We just talking about it, you know, matching energy, code switching. And, you know, um, during break, I was thinking about, you know, <laughs> we talk about the corporate world and, you know, working at different jobs, Dice, And I know mm. my my old supervisor, I worked at a university. Shouts out to uh, Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland, Ohio, prestigious university. Uh, y- you know, I work for different doctors and different... Um, uh scientists almost Mm. because i was working in medical research biological medical research Mm -hmm. and it was interesting to see them shift because i because i once again i was a supervisor uh, directly up under a lot of them, so I would see how they would hop on the uh, board. Uh, teams is what they used to use, mm-hmm. or uh, it was like a Teams caller. Yep. I think it was Microsoft Teams. Yeah, before Zoom, I think it was Microsoft Teams. It was some uh, type of virtual platform mm-hmm. online. So I would just be amazed that I would be sitting right there. We would be debriefing about everything with staff, what we need to get accomplished for the next, you know, couple of weeks, month, whatever the plans may be. Mm-hmm. They would be talking a certain way with me. As soon as my conversation was over, Um, my cubicle was like on the opposite side so it wasn't like I was like directly in the office with them but I still was like across the way where I still could hear them on these calls Mm -hmm. it was like they would go into a total different shift from how they were giving uh, me information to how they were giving these different doctors information to your point Mm -hmm. when you talk about medical terms and everything that goes into that and I I used to be amazed at that and it's funny because I didn't even pay attention at the time because I just Mm -hmm. knew that was normal practice but I'm like wow i'm sitting back thinking about like wow i remember when dr chong and and dr taylor and and some of the doctors that i worked for oh Mm -hmm. they would shift that thing like immediately
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean words are powerful you know what i mean like super Mm -hmm. super super powerful and um like i said you know and I, i hate to keep bringing up mission trips and things like that but um you know everywhere we went they would say Try to connect with the people, like learn something of theirs, their language, whether it's French, you know what I'm saying? Like what is the language? You know, like, and I think that's super important. Like this helps us to cross bridges, you know, like think about that. Being able to understand is like the Bible is very clear about what all your, you so smart, all your knowledge. In your wisdom, get it. What an understanding you have to understand what people feel, how they think, where they're from, what their plan is. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it takes humility though. Focus. Like some people who are like, oh, I just I can't never get a break in life. Or life keeps throwing me lemons. Or whatever the conversation is. It's like, when have you sat and said, I am going to intentionally understand someone today? The person I'm having a challenge mm-hmm. with, or the barrier I'm trying to jump across. I'm going to sit here. In my not wanting to respond, but in my wanting to have empathy and understand what they're saying and what they're going through and try to put myself in their shoes and feel what it feels like. We don't want to do that. Pride says no. It's all about me. It's all about me and my idea. And what even, what you, no, it's not about you because here's the deal. You ain't going nowhere in life unless you have people to help you. God blesses people through people. People are God's currency. God works through people. And so until you humble yourself and understand God has your blessing in a person and you don't even know what this person looked like. i say it all the time. Somebody got your check. Somebody got your money. Somebody got your business like idea Ready to go. Like somebody, somebody has it. You know, you've been praying to God, but there's a person that it comes through. And it, and if you sit up here, you got a hatred towards white people or black people, and you go to the bank and it's the one person you got to get through. And it, and you keep doing this application and you screwing up. And you like you want some help, but you keep oh, oh, can you help me? It's like, "No, you need to be kind nice understanding talk about baseball if you know this person's son you see the picture sitting there on their desk and they sound playing baseball oh what team what's his favorite team oh who does he play for like learn learn to connect and that's all i'm trying to say like people have this silly idea of oh you selling out when you talk different no i'm not selling out when i talk different i'm smart enough to understand that this person talks different than me and the only way i can get to them and through them is i gotta talk like they talk and so it's like it just gives you this bigger platform and i'm just speaking for me as an artist focus i know you're tired of hearing it but i know i make jokes when you know especially about the spanish and stuff like that but the only way i've been able to be a good manager even in all all of my spaces um has been I've learned people. I have mastered the heart of learning people in their culture and what it looks like to greet them, to say hello, to ask them how they're doing. You know, like, just whatever they have going on and i'm talking about everything not just our christian culture you know islamic mm-hmm. culture you know what i'm saying i know on friday y'all gonna be busy you know i know for Jehovah's witness on thursday y'all gonna be busy like like i like you need to understand it ain't about me other people got a whole life that they're living it ain't just like me And just because they don't live like me don't mean i can't work with them i think this is a problem in christianity i said it before because somebody was like Remember, they told me my album wasn't going to be blessed. Crazy play, Praise ain't going to be blessed. That was my first album. I'll be real with you to this day. I get money off of Crazy Praise. That is my best album that I've ever done musically. <clears throat> and my first album, like I said, with Holy, you know, Holy Hip Hop Records in uh, Atlanta. But the point is, people are like, ah, because you messing with all these different people. It ain't going to work well. It worked out just fine. Because these people actually shared my music with their platforms, people who didn't know God who didn't know Jesus. Like, but if I would never rocked with them,
1: that Mm. never would've happened.
3: You know what I'm saying? Like it never ever would've happened. So I'm like, man, you gotta rock with people who are different than you. It's not about being in the same, you know, I don't know thing, but here's the thing. I know for a fact, God blesses you when you are able to humble yourself and try to be in a different space And then here's the thing. You show up as the light. You show up as who you are, who God made you to be. And you never, ever know, man, you just never know. Like I have people who don't believe in Jesus. I have gothic people. I have people of different faiths who follow me and they're constantly following me saying, man, thank you for doing that. Thank you for doing that. Like, thank you for being consistently you, but not being afraid to be in my space, you know, of, of who I am. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, it, it just works. Like I ain't going to be the dead horse, but I'm saying it's our fear that holds us back from everything God has for us. And you got to be comfortable stepping into these rooms with people who are smarter than you, people who got more money than you, people who have been doing it longer than you, because what you realize is favor ain't fair. And when God blesses you and says, your turn, it's your turn. It's your Christ. turn. it ain't, a, it ain't about them. It ain't about how cute they look, how famous they are, how many movies they done made. It's like, no, God put you in the room. He puts you in the room for a reason so when you get in that room you need to be all right and when they start talking about doing movies and scripts and and doing the titles and they're doing a screen test and vocal test like you need to know what that is you know what i'm saying like okay i'm here god god i'm here now on set okay well you need to learn that language when they say you know what i'm saying it's time for you to show up for your screen test okay you know all right don't be intimidated like oh they just too good no they're not too good but if God put you in the room or put you in front of people, you need to understand what is the language that you speak. That's why hip hop is so popular. That's why we tearing it up right now in CHH because we in the streets. We've been in the streets now. Now that we got the gospel in the streets, we changing people's lives. You know what I'm saying? And they receive it from us because we understand the language of the streets. You know, it's like because we was in the streets. Some of us are still in the streets. Right. So it's like they You're just right. get We're it. They like. They're like, yeah, they're like, oh, 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 so you understand what it's like to be in a trap. Yeah. Oh, so you understand what it's like to turn these snowballs into. Yeah. Crack. Yeah. You know what it is to put a pie in the freezer. Yeah. You know what it is to chop up a brick. Yeah. You know what it is to have a digital scale. Yeah. Like what? You you ain't saying nothing. This is what we do. This is what we did. Some of us might have did it two months ago. Some of us might have did it 10 years ago, but we did that. And when you understand it can speak that language, now I insert my God purpose over here. But let me tell you, God has a greater plan and purpose for your life, just like he did me. I know you're trying to make your money, but trust me, God has better for you and you can make more money coming this way. That's why people receive it. Cause it's like you could, you understand their language. You're like, bro, I get you. I get it. I was there with you. I know. Ain't saying nothing. So it's like code switching or matching people's energy is very necessary when you're trying to win people to christ when you're on task as a christian it shouldn't be this limit of yeah you know what i'm saying oh i can't go rock with them because yeah nah you should you should <coughs> if you can speak that language go rock with them for real
2: absolutely yeah, listen anyway. we got to go to a break we'll be back with more dj focus dice gamble you tap back into the fix
3: and the fix is him
2: I'm Justin Adams, and this is
0: your To Fix Faith at Sports Report. And sometimes you got to bring back a verse that we talked about earlier. And this one really challenged me. It's from Lamentations 3, verses 25 through 27. And it says this The Lord is good to those who depend on Him, to those who search for Him. So it is good to wait quietly for salvation from the Lord. And it is good for people to submit at an early age to the yoke of his discipline. I'll say it again. The Lord is good to those who depend on him, to those who search for him. So it is good to wait quietly for salvation from the Lord. And it is good for people to submit at an early age to the yoke of his discipline. Again, that's Lamentations 3 verses 25 through 27. And I really like this quote. It says this, We can achieve our goals either by human effort or by the power of God. The dependence of God's power is the best choice. All right, now let's get to the game of the night. You know we got to talk about Monday Night Football as the Denver Broncos somehow, someway, beat the Buffalo Bills 24-22. Now, the Broncos initially thought that they lost the game as their kicker, Will Lutz, missed a 41-yard field goal late in the game, but the Bills had 12 men on the field, which is a no-no, and that gave the Broncos a second chance. And Lutz, he was able to knock home the 36 36- Yard field goal in order to give the Broncos the win. Now the Broncos defense was balling in this one. They forced four turnovers. Also, Russell Wilson, he threw two touchdowns and also had his 30th career fourth quarter comeback, which is the 10th most in NFL history. The Broncos are now four and five. We'll take all the Minnesota Vikings next week on Sunday night football. And don't forget about the Vikings. They have won five straight games. Should be a really good one. In the NBA, the Boston Celtics down the New York Knicks one fourteen to ninety eight. Jason Tatum had thirty five points. The Toronto Raptors overcame a twenty three point deficit to rally past the Washington Wizards one eleven to one o seven. The Milwaukee Bucks beat the Chicago Bulls one eighteen to one o nine, and the Sacramento Kings they held off the cleveland cavaliers 132 to 120 i'm justin adams and this has been your the fixed faith in sports report now back to dj focus and dice gamble as the fix is
2: in welcome back dj focus dice gamble you tap back into the fix your source of faith infused hip-hop r&b and poetry uh, Shouts out to our brother justin adams Appreciate that sports, that faith in sports report. we got some new updates coming with the faith in sports report, so keep it locked. That thing will be dropping real, real soon before we end the uh, 2023. Appreciate y'all walking with us, waking up with us another day. I know what time it is, time for the streets report. And of course, we got to report it. You know how we do it. So yeah, this one is a a, a report on uh, something that we reported on. We've been getting a lot of feedback on our interview we did with Mally Music. We actually just dropped it a couple of days on our YouTube page. Definitely go follow us. If you're not following us on our YouTube page, please go follow The Fix Radio Show. Like, comment, subscribe in that order, please. But uh, yeah, we put up a little clip, a real clip of Mally speaking on him staying authentic to his diverse sound. He said when he signed his major deal, he signed a deal not to be a gospel artist, but be, but to be much more. He felt like God had called him to challenge him to make good music and a little bit of every genre. So we, we know he has made uh, some R&B projects as well as gospel projects. So his he, he was saying his major deal when he signed his deal. Yeah, his deal was to make sonically good music. And we've been getting some feedback on our social media page, on Instagram and Facebook. And it's been both sides where a lot of people have been upset. And I was actually surprised when I saw this because I was like, wow. You know, I I think think at this point, we we know Mally has made, like I say, R&B music. We know he's worked with a lot of uh, secular artists and collabs. But we know he's been in the gospel space too as well. And one thing I will say about Mally, even when he has done R&B projects, i haven't really seen him do like anything like out of out of character that i don't think god would be pleased with just being honest like i don't think he's made anything over sexualized or too crunchy or you know like out of character and we talk about it all the time on the show listen at least for me it might not be for all kingdom marriages but i would argue like for kingdom marriages. We need some good faith-based artists to make R&B songs that are not over-sexualized, that are not telling us to go sleep with the side chick or the side dude, that we can still vibe to when we out on date night, we riding around kicking it, or we at home, we want or we want to go out dancing. Like, dude, dude, we are not supposed to have music to have fun to outside of Motown and, you know, 90s R&B. Like, I, I think, you know, Mali has done a good job over the years of making some sonically good music. And then that was the other thing he challenged. I agree with them. We talk about it on The Winning Prescription every single Friday. If you haven't tapped into The Winning Prescription, please tap in. Dice and I get a chance to talk about 10 new songs. But yes, one thing we talk about, is it sonically good? Can this line up with music that the masses want to hear? Like, I, I get it. Absolutely. The goal is to be preaching the gospel, just preach the good news, but it also sonically has a sound good too. It can't just be you say Jesus 10 times on a song and you think somebody pulls a rep with it because it's ministry driven. That's not gonna work with everybody. Let's be very clear. Like anybody who loves music, I love all forms of music. I like jazz. I like R&B. Of course, I love gospel. Of course, I love Christian hip hop. You know, and I, I still love some old school hip hop. At, at limited. I don't really do it that much. But yeah, every now and then, some old school 90s hip hop that's positive that I can throw on with me and my wife kicking it on date night, I'm going to throw it on. I say it all to say that we need to continue to have believers in spaces to make Good music, whether it be R music, b music, jazz music, even hip-hop music. We talk about Toby Nawigway. We know he's not a Christian hip-hop artist. He doesn't label himself as a Christian hip-hop artist. He labels himself as a hip-hop artist, but he's a hip-hop artist that pushes purpose. That's his call. He says, I push purpose. So yeah, we need believers in these spaces to make sonically good music. So yeah, please go listen to the whole interview, too, as well. I know a lot of people see The Real on our Instagram stories and just leave it at that. No, no. Go click the link in our bio or go to YouTube. Search The Fix Radio Show on YouTube. Search the Mally Music interview. Listen to the whole interview. And then come on and give us feedback on every single thing. So just want to give y'all, y'all two cents. That's it for us for today. We got to get out of here. Uh, Shouts out to our brother, Corey Art. Uh, he, he got new music on the way. Um, if you have not heard his uh, latest single, uh, definitely go uh, run them things up. Uh, it's called Loud. Uh, so definitely shout out to my brother. Looking forward to his new project. He's getting ready to drop shortly and more singles on the way. So look out for that. And how good was that cold switching? Um, matching energy conversation we had today. We might have to have a part two to that. We need to continue to understand that, that yes, we need to talk a certain way, match a certain energy, so that way we can continue to be productive and do what we are called to do as believers. Hey, we're going to get out of here. I'm going to tap in with y'all tomorrow. Y'all know what time it is tomorrow. We got a new spiritual detox on the way, as well as a real talk conversation, because you know Dice going to take y'all to church. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom Advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out.